0: Hello there, and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter four, verse four declares, "The man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God." This podcast exists to your lives and empower destiny. Is the breaking of the bread of the Word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. And our aim is to see lives build and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured. while you're here, please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there and welcome to this episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always, I am delighted to break the bread of God's word with you. It's always a joy when I get to spend this time with you. Today I'm going to be talking about what is entitled Dead But Alive. Dead But Alive. It sounds like an oxymoron. It's oxymoron. It's really... Uh, to be dead and then alive. Now it will make sense in just a minute. I really just want to stop by today and 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 encourage someone. This past week, or over a week ago, we commemorated or celebrated the world over that suffering, death, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What we have come to know as Easter. Um, I want you to know there, friends, that the hinges upon which our Christian faith swings, it's this event that happened that was celebrate as Easter, the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is the thing that gives credence to our faith. In fact, uh, our Christian faith would be null and void had it not been... Uh, For the fact that Jesus died and resurrected. And so, his resurrection is the power that gives life to Christianity. To our faith, he died. But not only did he die, he rose again. Had he not risen, uh, we would not be celebrating all our faith. Would not be in existence. All right, so let's go to the book of Galatians, chapter 20. I'm sorry, chapter 2, and in verse 20, the Bible says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. How is it possible that you were crucified with Christ? And then Paul says, yet you live. You must understand that outside of Christ or before Christ, before we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, or outside of the acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we all were dead in sin. We all were dead under the law. And the Bible says because of our sinful nature we have the price to pay the bible says that the soul that sinned shall die again the bible says the wages of sin is debt and so because of the life that would leave them or the life that some might live even today outside of christ the wages for that life it's debt because it's a life of sin and the Bible says, every soul that's seen it shall die. However, this dead, it's not really talking about natural dead. It is, yeah, it's not, it's a spiritual dead. It's not talking about we're dying physically or naturally. It says we have been crucified with him, so he died. Now, there is a wager uh, that is supposed to be paid by the one who is guilty of the sin outside of christ before his substitutionary sacrifice we were dead in sin or for those who may not have accepted him as lord and savior are dead And as a result of data, there is a legal ground upon which the devil can attack, torment, and buffet. There is the wages that needs to be paid because of our sin. We are guilty as charged, we were supposed, or will be subjected to that wages, which is debt. For every soul that censure however, out of the abundance of the love, the mercy, and the grace of God, he sent his son to undertake a substitutionary sacrifice by which those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior have been regenerated into a new man. Therefore, it's no longer us that leader, We are no longer the same people who live in sin and were subject of the law and to the law and as a result should have uh, uh, suffered the consequence of death, which is the wages for sin or the life outside of Christ. <laughs> In one simple English, the way that is supposed to have been a subject of ridicule, the way that would have been attacked by the devil, it's dead. It's no longer alive. The Bible therefore goes on to say, Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lived in me and the life which I now live. I want you to know that the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I am alive, but it's no longer me that lives. This is Christ that lives in me. This is Christ that lives in me. I have a new life. That's correct. For those of you, all of us who have accepted Jesus, Jesus as our lord and say we have a new life for us christians when we baptize when we undertake the 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 Baptism; It is a symbol of we identifying with the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we undertake baptism by submersion, when we get submerged water, having come to the age of of accountability, uh, we get baptized. And when we are baptized and submerged under that water, we going in underwater. It's symbolic of Jesus dying. It is we identifying with his death. And so when we go on the water, full body in that water, we died, when we there, de- when we stay there, when we are dipped in that water, submerged in that water, it's like the body of water, it's like we like Jesus going to the grave. And when we are pulled back up, it is symbolic of him rising on the third day. I am glad today, by hindsight, that there was Good Friday, even though the event of Good Friday they were not platable, one that would have given anybody joy on the day that it happened, or in the day that it happened, and to Jesus, particularly in human form, and, but today, in hindsight, uh, we know the event of that day, and the victory that came out of data, and so I'm glad that it was Good Friday, but I thank God it did not stop on Good Friday, that there was an Easter Sunday morning, there was resurrection Sunday, that he died on Friday, which was painful and gloomy, but thank God that after Good Friday, resurrection Sunday came, there was a day that he rose three days after, and that re-established me that it's the basis upon which I live for I was dead but had he not risen, I would have been dead but now that he's alive I live in him and devil this is a note from God to you and from me to you that the me that would have been subject to the barrage of your talk as a result of my sinful ways and mistakes and the pride the 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 wedge that I owe. All have been risen in Christ uh, that me is dead. Uh, therefore, the penalty that would have come to me as a result of my sinful ways has already been paid by Christ. Uh, you don't go to jail for the same offense twice. Uh, you don't go to jail once and again and again for the same offense. Uh, once you were caught, charged to court and uh, and convicted as uh, charged uh, guilty as charged and convicted uh, you go to you serve your sentence once you don't serve the same sentence uh, or you don't serve another sentence uh, for the same offense nobody goes to jail twice for the same offense and in this case in our case uh, in your case uh, jesus stood uh, in your place he substituted himself for you or you for him and he stood in our place and served the jail term in which case or in this case which happens to be dead he died literally here on earth but he rose again and so by him dying he met and satisfied was satisfied, the condition for my victory, his death on the cross satisfied the condition for my living, he paid the price, he was akin to him, one going to jail for an offense committed as a result, I'm a free man today, you are a free man today, and therefore the Bible says, I am crucified with Christ, and nevertheless I leave to the me the you, that would have been a subject of ridicule shame and reproach The you that the devil would have attacked at will, the you that the devil would have buffeted and demented in some way, is dead. You are no longer alive. That version of you died in Jesus Christ. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that version of you is dead. The price that would have been brought against you has been paid the devil therefore has no legal ground anymore whatsoever to attack you the devil has no legal ground anymore to buffet you and subject you to enslavement uh, jesus uh, paid your price he paid with his life he paid with his mind he paid with his blood he paid with all of him, that all of you will, might have victory, that all of you will leave, that all of you will no longer be a subject of shame, reproach, and ridicule. The devil has lost the legal ground upon which to attack you. Outside of Christ, you are subject to that pain. Outside of Christ, you stand guilty. Outside of Christ, you can be buffeted and ridiculed and enslaved by the devil. But in Christ, we you accept him as a lord and savior you stand in his place and he stands in your place by virtue and the reason of his substitutionary sacrifice you are no longer a victim to the devil you are no longer subject to the barrage of attacks and and the avalanche of evil that the devil would have unleashed on us the terror they would have brought to us that that version of me that would have been subject to that is dead i died in christ i died with him. I I was buried with him and now I'm alive. But this me that is alive is Christ that lives in me and therefore I can no longer be tormented by the devil. You who is in Christ? Uh, you are no longer the person that the devil had anything against. Uh, you're no longer the devil. He was right. Yes, devil. You could have attacked me. You would have summoned You would have brought all of this terror upon me. You were right. You are right. You could have done that. Uh, but thank God that Jesus paid the price. He paid the price for me. I have sucked the jail term in him. Uh, he stood in my place and took the shame, uh, took the pain, took the reproach. Went to the cross, paid with his own blood, and then I died. If you're looking for that version of me, I'm sorry, it's dead already. If you're looking for that old version of you, that one that the devil has every legal ground and right to buffet and torment and unleash terror upon, that version is dead. You are no longer that person. In Christ, you leave. In Christ, now you are victorious. Now you are an overcomer. The version of you that is alive is a version that is more than a conqueror. The you that is alive today is the year. There is an overcomer that is a high flyer in the race of life. It's the you that wins. Is it you that succeeds? Is the you that rises up? It's the you that the devil has nothing against anymore. I want you to work conscious of these and be victorious in your mind and knowing that he paid your price. And so, brethren, to fully understand and even to buttress what I said, you have got to read. Colossians chapter 2, beginning from verse 13 to 15, Colossians chapter 2, just to give it more bite, to give credence to what I just said to you. In verse 13, the Bible says, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you which was contrary to us and took it out of the way and nailing it to his cross <laughs> the amplified version of verse 14 of Colossians chapter 2 says that Cancelled and blotted and wiped away the handwriting of the note, the bond with its legal decrees and demands, which was enforced and stood against us, hostile to us. These notes with its regulations, decrees, and demands, he set aside and cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross mm the dictates uh, the demand, the ordinances, uh, the written legal penalties uh, that would have accrued to us, uh, that would have come to us uh, as a result of our sinful ways. The Bible says, uh, by the reason of the suffering death of Jesus Christ on the cross, by his blood uh, that was shed, he wiped away completely, blotted away this regulation, this decree, uh, this bone, this note, uh, this. Re- this this penalty that would have come to us legally because of what we have done, what we did. But the reason of his sacrifice, he wiped it away. He set it aside, made it of no effect, rendered it null and void, not because he was God alone and used power, nor he the actual price that is in fact he paid more than enough price with his own blood with his life that was never guilty never sinful he paid the price so the torment legally that would have come to us has already been unleashed the terror that would have come to you and i has already been unleashed the jail sentence or term that would have been served he already served in his life he served it and now the you and I can walk victorious, you and I can have a new life, you and I can be more than conquerors. He wiped it away, the Bible says, he set it aside and took it out of the way and nailed it with his cross. <laughs> now you can smile, now you can live. the devil has no right whatsoever anymore to torment and buffet you and unleash terror against you that you has been dead uh, in fact it goes into saying verse 15 uh, that having spoiled principalities and powers he made uh, a show of them openly triumphing over them in it uh, having disarmed um, principalities and powers uh, he made an open spectacle having disarmed, uh, disarmed to disarm means to take the arm away from the one who would have harmed you. So this arm means to take the arm away from the one who would have harmed you. The devil was armed to harm us. The devil was armed to harm us. The arm that he has was the thing that he has against us. The arm that he has was the legal ground upon which he would have tormented and buffeted and unleashed terror upon us. But when Jesus died on the cross, he disarmed him. He took that arm away from him he took that legality from him he took that therefore the bible says in romans chapter 8 who can bring a charge against god's elect because god's no one else can bring a charge against god's elector god has already this. I'm the Satan. Satan no longer has the arm to harm you. He can no longer torment and buffet you on legal grounds, on legal basis. Satan, you have no right whatsoever. That me is dead. That me that would have been subjected to your terror and pain and enslavement died in Christ. The one alive is the one that you cannot touch. The one alive is a new in Christ. A new man, a new woman a regenerated soul, the one that is more than an overcomer, more than conqueror, the one that is a high fire in the rays of life. And the Bible says that. Uh, he disarmed principalities and powers are made an open spectacle, an open shame of them, an open ridicule of them. He fought the battle with the graver. He fought the battle with hell, Satan, and the graver. He defeated them, but he openly made a show of shame of them. <laughs> it was an open display. Your victory is in the open. God conquered through jesus christ uh, the power of the grave and sin over your life Uh, therefore you can no longer be subjected uh, to the barrage of attack that the devil will love you into your life. The us that we are still enslaved. No, 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 no. It is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me for the life. And I live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. Therefore, you go into this week and do what God has called you to do. Every day and days of your life, live conscious of the fact that, yes, you were dead, but you were alive. You were dead, but now you live. You died in him, but now you live. Because he lives, you live. And the devil has no legal right whatsoever again to attack you, buffet you, torment you, unleash terror upon you. You are an overcomer. You are more than conqueror. You are a champion. You are a winner. You are devoid of every form of attack. The devil, you are immune
1: from every
0: barrage barrage of attack that the devil legally would have brought upon you. So I challenge and encourage you, go and succeed, go and prosper. Walk in that victory, walk in that consciousness. You have been armed. You have been armed with a new you, a new mindset, a new victory, a new revelation, a new account of who you are. The old me is dead. The me that would have been attacked is dead. The me that would have been a mental institution is dead. The me that would have been his feet beyond, below the earth, uh, whose life would have been cut short and truncated, it's dead in Christ, I'm alive in him now, I'm a new one, the devil has no legal right whatsoever to go, and excel remember this is the day that the lord has made the devil makes no day you go and verify who made this day and you so find finer than realize that this is the day that was made or is made by the lord you rejoice because god makes nothing wrong everything he makes he makes them beautiful everything he makes he makes them good when he makes a day He makes it good. And this is the day that bears the insignia of God. It bears the signature of God. It bears the handwriting of God. It is made by the Lord. I pray and declare that this will be for you a phenomenal This will be for you a phenomenal week. I celebrate your victory. I celebrate your testimony. There is a testimony waiting to happen for you. There is a miracle waiting to happen for you and in your family. There is a breakthrough coming your way. The devil is mad. The devil is not happy. But guess what? The devil can do nothing about it because your life You are in Christ. You live in Christ. You move in Christ. You are the head and not the tail. You are above always and not beneath. You are more Than a conqueror, you are victorious. You go and excel and be all that God has called it to be sickness, pain, shame, reproach, hell, and the grave has been defeated forever and have no legal ground whatsoever anymore to attack you. You are victorious. Go and succeed, go and prosper, go and excel. This is your day. This is your week of joy. This is your week of peace. This is your week of miracle. This is your time to excel, may the Lord bless you may the Lord be with you, may the Lord grant you his grace, his peace and his mercy, may he build a garrison of protection around you <laughs> may you forever walk in victory and joy and, 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 and peace of mind Woo. you are a winner keep on winning, keep on shining keep on excelling till I come you where again I remain yours truly pastor george and joke the lord bless you have yourself a good day